does God expect us to go through harsh pain? Bracketed, as many devotees consider it necessary to get their wishes granted or sins cleansed, as seen everywhere in all holy places, aren't we all his her children? Expectation is a human behavior. It's a human trait. God doesn't expect anything from anybody. You're not expected to, to undergo pain. But it's resistance in life that gives you strength. If your parents say, sit down and study, you don't want to do it. And you say, they're making us undergo this pain. But that pain is necessary for you to do some basic learning. Beyond that, it's okay. I've recently started praying to God uh, every morning as I love it. Is there any particular way of praying or anything done with love is alright? Anything done with uh, love is alright. When you grow up, what is more important, career or love? It's actually a good question. You see, love is not in your hands. Career is to a great degree. In fact, to a complete degree. Your career is in your hands, but your love is not. So if you are going to make what is not in your control the most important thing in your life, you are setting yourself up, yourself up for misery. If you make something an important part of your life which you do control, then you can at least channelize your life. You can regulate your emotions, thoughts and energies accordingly. So both are equally important. But if you have a good career, your chances of getting love go up automatically. <laughs> because love comes in different flavors. <laughs> what is soul according to you? As I said in the morning, the divine in you is, is soul. How can you know if the career goal you make is the right one for you? This is a brilliant question. But remember this. There are no rights or wrongs. Because no matter what career path you choose, there are some things you will like about it and some things you absolutely hate about it. Ideally, if you have, if you're passionate about your, your path, then you're good. But doesn't matter what path you undertake, when you're going to go work in some company or build your own companies, it's not a rosy picture out there. Some days are going to be very difficult and fine. You know, when I used to work uh, in large organizations, there was a time when I used to make $1 million every month. And that would bring a smile on my face. But at that level, nobody appreciates you. They would only tell you when something is not right. For example, when you eat sambar or, or dal, if there is no salt, you immediately say, oh, there is no salt in it. If there is perfect salt, you'll just sit quietly and be busy on your phone or watch a TV or read a book or whatever. Similarly, in companies out there in the world, when you don't do something right, that's when people will talk to you. You didn't do this right. When everything is going right, nobody will appreciate or very few will. So sometimes I would think, you know, I'm doing so much of work, handling this much of budget, delivering, you know, working more than I have to, and nobody here really cares. Then I would tell myself, 
their appreciation is the paycheck. If they are giving me <clears throat> that kind of money, that means they appreciate my work. Otherwise, they won't pay me. That's not a dollar rate. So that's <clears throat> that's what I mean to say that there is no right or wrong. All it comes down to is, are you committed to your career? If you pick any career path, do you want to make money or do you want to have fun? You have to decide that. You can't have both in the beginning. If you want to have a lot of fun doing something else, maybe have a career for a good solid career for 10-12 years, make a lot of money and then retire and then do some things you want to do. That's kind of the path I took in a way. And believe me, if you're good at what you do, 10 years is long enough to make you know, a lot of money that you could then put aside and put it to you know, projects that you fancy and do things you want to do. Maybe Then you could take up your passion. But if you think I'm going to make money by clicking pictures or, or you know, painting, you may. You may do that by teaching or, or something like that. But you won't be leading a very comfortable life. Unless your parents have already bought home for you and all the basic comforts and you just have to pay your bills. If you want to make money, then you have to do something that the world needs. And I will give you a very, very, very good definition of money. If you understand this definition, you can make money in your life. If that's important to you. I don't know if it is. Here it is. Money is social debt. Now that sounded very economics-like. Let me simplify it for you. The amount of money you have in your bank account is directly proportional to the degree of value you have added to the society. If you want to make money, you have to give something to the world that they need. If they need what you're supplying them, they will pay you. Especially in this country, it's so full of opportunities. You can make as much money as you like in India in this day and age. The trouble comes, I meet young people and they don't want to work. They just want to earn. They don't want to work hard. But if you're prepared to work hard, you can make money beyond your wildest dreams. Every household, for example, just an idea out of the blue, they need a plumber, they need an electrician, and it's such a task to get a plumber through your door to get a job done. If you ran a little service just in your lo locality, you know, in your little part of your city, and you just tied up with 10 or 20 plumbers and, uh, and electricians or service people, will supply you call. There is a business idea. The greater the pain you can solve, the more money you can make. If what you are doing is nice to have, it will be very hard to sell it. If what you are supplying is must have, they would pay. Because there is no lack of money in the world. There is plenty of money. What we lack are people with that tenacity, with that persistence that I am going to, to deliver. Dear Swamiji, can you please crack a joke? Um, one time, <laughs> Facebook said, I'm the most supreme. I know everything about everybody. And Google said, yeah, right. Look at me. 
I am the ultimate source of information. You can find everything, that, you know, through me. And um, the internet, the data pack said, guys, are you for real? <laughs> you, you, you do know how much you need me to function. And the phone charger said, calm down, people. <laughs> Nobody talks loud in front of me. <laughs> you know, you can't do anything without a charger. In the night, after studying, is it okay to use the phone for 10 to 15 minutes before going to sleep? If I'll say no, I know you won't stop doing it anyway. But since you've asked this question, let me answer. It's very unlikely that you will stick to this time limit. That's the whole issue. You will say, I'm only going to use it for 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Let's you start using it at 10 p.m. In fact, if it's studying, you might be done studying by 6 p.m. Say, I'm, I'm done studying. And then you would find that you're still on your phone three hours later. Four hours later or two hours later. That's what we have a problem with. If you're going to stick to that, use it. But I doubt you would be able to do that. So why to keep the beast with you? Just get rid of it. How do I get back that lost trust? Only your future actions and behavior can regain your trust. If you're going to make a promise and break it again, you will lose the trust again. How do I control my anger? Deep breathing, mindfulness, and productive days. Because anger arises because of two things. When you are hurt somewhere within. If you're not hurt, you won't get angry. When you're hurt, you are finding a way to express that hurt. And second, when you're frustrated, most of these can be taken care of if you focus on your own life and do what you've got to do. Will meditation help me out in that? Yes, it would. How to overcome fear of failure? Prepare well. And learn to have that self-affirmation we talked about, tap on your shoulder. But prepare well. The more prepared you are, the less afraid you will be. How to attain clarity of thought, clarity of purpose in life? Um, the way to do that is... Pick a path and continue moving on it. Is talent a curse or a blessing? I don't see why it's a curse, but I know what you mean. Sometimes when we are talented, we think we don't have to work hard. And that's when talented people fail the most. The world, successful people in the world are not talented people, they're hard workers. See it any day. 